0: I think it's fair to say that there's a mental health epidemic today in our country. However, out of those struggling, entrepreneurs are 50% more likely to report having a mental health condition. These conditions include ADHD, bipolar disorder, depression, suicidal thoughts, and a host of addictive disorders. These conditions are even more prevalent in founders. Founders are two times more likely to suffer from depression, six times more likely to suffer from ADHD three times more likely to suffer from substance abuse, ten times more likely to suffer from bipolar disorder, and two times more likely to have a psychiatric hospitalization. This may seem like a bleak topic for today's episode, but let's face it, this is the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. And though these statistics are scary, the statistics show me that half of the people listening to this podcast are struggling. And if you are, I hope you find comfort in knowing that you're not alone. I can easily be honest with you and say that I've struggled myself. Mental health is no joke, which is why we're having this conversation today. In the past, people relied on their physical strength to perform tasks like farming, labor, you name it. But today, good mental health is essential for knowledge work in the 21st century. My friend Lauren from LRA Design opens up about her struggles in today's episode, and we're excited to make this a topic of conversation. If you've struggled or are struggling and you don't know who or what to turn to, I want to open up my door in line of communication to you. You can always, always, always feel free to talk to me, and I'll be a great listening ear. My contact information is at the end of this episode. I hope that you enjoy today's episode, and I hope it's helpful to you or someone you know who is struggling. Welcome to the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. If you're anything like me, then you strive for us all to be honest with where we're at in our business rather than putting on a front. You can expect to hear about struggles and successes to everything in between from myself and others in business. I'm your host, Morgan, and through being honest with what I've struggled with, I'll be sharing practical tips on how to get out of your slumps and run the business of your dreams regardless of where you're at. Whether you're driving in your car or sipping coffee on your couch, I hope you find this information valuable. Let's hang out. Hey, Lauren, thank you so much for being on today. I'm so excited about our conversation today. Um, We're going to get really real about mental health in our industry and just, um, you know, with business owners, what we struggle with just in general. But um, before we get into our topic for today, I'm wondering if you can just go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about yourself, what you do for work, how you got into that um, and just everything. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, thanks, Morgan, for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, My name is Lauren Clayhold. I'm the owner, designer, and creative entrepreneur behind my business, Elray Design. After attending college for studio art and graphic design, I moved um, actually 500 miles from my hometown of Lidditz, Pennsylvania to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Um, And there I quickly started my career as a project manager for um, a renowned underwater photographer. And that's really where I was able to hone my design, consulting, and social media skills um, as I regularly worked with national and international companies and brands before moving to upstate New York and starting Elray. Elray is a full-service creative studio with a focus in brand and web design, social media marketing, brand consulting, um, and I mostly serve business owners, companies, entrepreneurs all over um, the United States by taking a very one-on-one approach, and we build together customized strategic brands that are really authentic, valuable, and they're serving their target audiences really effectively. So that's kind of what's going on.
0: That's awesome. I love that you kind of just dabbled around in multiple things before you started this. Um, what what ultimately led you to start your design studio?
1: Um, well, it's something I've always. Wanted. Uh, I since going to school for graphic design and, and fine art, um, but right out of school, I just wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready to go out on my own, even though it was my dream and and what I wanted in the future. Um, so moving to the Outer Banks and having that drastic change, I packed my little Honda up and you know drove down to North Carolina and didn't have any friends or or a job prospect, and um, I was really able to kind of find someone and put that work in and, you know, find that photographer who really was like my mentor, um, and kind of let, allowed me to kind of really focus on what I was really good at. So the design and the consulting and the social media, those were all really big passions of mine professionally. So, um, that really was a great stepping stone. Um, and then when it came time, I had been there for a couple of years, around four years, um, we were just kind of ready for the next step or I was ready for the next step. And Elray, um, is something I'd always been doing on the side. So it just was a really natural, good fit to now take it full time and, and really focus on my business.
0: That's awesome. And it seems like this photographer that you worked with really kind of enabled you to practice your craft and become an expert in it and really just kind of supported your dream. So it's, it's really awesome when we run into those types of people who are incredibly supportive of what it is that we want to do. So thank you for sharing that story. I love it. Um, since this is the, let's be honest about business podcast, I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing your honest moment of the week. So something that you've personally been struggling with in your business, that's been a, you know, maybe been a little bit harder than normal.
1: Um, yeah, so this is something, um, that I kind of not necessarily struggle with, but it's just something I'm always kind of working on. Um, and my honest moment is just learning to set better boundaries. Um, the structure and mindset that come along with setting those boundaries I have found is just really imperative for my productivity and just my success, both personally and professionally. And, you know, those boundaries can always be adjusted or tweaked along the way, but it just allows for a less gray area and it just really allows me at least to have a clear focus when it comes to clients and managing expectations and my work day and even just personal relationships or, you know, life in general. Um, That's just something I'm, I'm definitely working on, but I've found that it's just needed
0: for sure boundaries are hard and i don't know if you are like this but i'm such a people pleaser and so if ever i like i just have a really hard time saying no especially to things that i i know for a fact i need to say no to so
1: yeah that's um that's definitely me i'm definitely a people pleaser so that's why you know for me those boundaries are so important to kind of set them up for myself beforehand because then i find that i I'm not as kind of wavering in what I had originally set um, as opposed to kind of before when I was just first starting out. It was like you said, really easy to be like, okay, you know, and and try to do everything for every client exactly the way they want it. So,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh! Well, we have an amazing topic for for today, and we're gonna be talking about mental health awareness, basically in our industry. And I'm so glad that you're on because you're. I love how open you're and like how willing you are about sharing your story with me, and so um I'm wondering if you um wouldn't mind just go ahead going ahead and just sharing some of your biggest mental struggles that you've faced since having your business
1: yeah um and i really love that you know we're talking about this too um it's really fitting because may is also mental health month so i think anything that can kind of generate those conversations and just even a more under understanding and education and just getting a wide variety of perspectives is also you know it's just always important um but some of those uh, mental struggles, I mean every business owner obviously faces them, um, but mine are kind of just they 're based in in sort of the irrational fears, um, just fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of vulnerability, even with this episode, I kind of had a little bit of not fear but apprehension because I you know there's just that nervousness of putting yourself out there and being really real and honest and um, whether that's personally or professionally that you'll be judged or seen as weak or not enough. And so, um, there's definitely that, but I think I also, um, just have to be aware that those are just all irrational, right? They're just in your mind and they're not really real or they're not as bad as you think. Um, so that's kind of one major struggle um another one and i think morgan maybe you can definitely attest to this but just the struggle of managing it all i think there's this pressure just to handle it every aspect of you know business ownership because you know you're not just the business owner i'm at least for me i'm the designer and i'm the social media expert and the bookkeeper and um you're trying to manage all your clients and just also while trying to grow your business as well so it just can get really stressful and there can be a lot of struggles with just trying to be everything to everyone and you know obviously when i am serving my clients i want to do it to the best of my abilities and so that's where that can kind of be stressful and some mental health issues can kind of creep in um i know i've experienced depression and anxiety uh before um a few years past, and i was able to really work through it and come out on the other side in a really um, healthy way, but it's not always a once and done thing. Um, depression doesn't really necessarily announce itself. It doesn't text you. It doesn't give you kind of a heads up. It can kind of be very quiet. Um, and ultimately for me, it just came back, um, over this past summer at a really high stress, um, time and there was a lot of change going on and it it just kind of hit me like a wave. Um, and I just felt like in that moment, um, as upbeat as I sound now or as positive as I sound now, it was just really devastating at the time. Um, I really felt like I was just drowning and you just kind of, at least for me, I just felt like I was gasping for air and I just couldn't keep my head above water. And it was just, again, it was just really devastating and I just was really leveled at the time. Um, And then in addition to that, you're going through all those crazy things and then you kind of pair it with business ownership. And you just, at least for me, I had a lot of kind of guilt and shame and just the pressure I put on myself to perform and, and, you know, provide for my clients and serve my clients. And I just, at that time, it just wasn't the best of my ability. So that's kind of what I, the major kind of struggles that I kind of had faced or, you know, faced before over the summer. So.
0: Yeah. And I can honestly say I've experienced all of those. I, it, You're right. It kind of creeps in. It doesn't necessarily announce itself. It's actually also kind of like grief. It comes in waves and entrepreneurship is such a roller coaster. You know, you, you can have the best days where you're getting a ton of inquiries in your inbox and you're booking all these clients. And you know, you are so excited with the work that you have and you feel like you've prepared yourself enough to have all of your work done but then all of a sudden a week later you have like no no uh, inquiries in your inbox clients are ghosting you you haven't you know eaten the whole day and so you're starving like it's just so hard to like take care of yourself and not only that but you're also trying to also run your personal life. And so right. <laughs> you still need to be a human and show up for those people around you. And it's like, oh my gosh, how how do I do this all? So I'm wondering, especially because you've you've struggled so much with this and you've also come out on top and you've learned a lot from it. What are some things that that business owners can do to ensure that our mental health is, is in check so that we don't really... Face those bouts of depression as much, and you know, we can kind of like stay on top.
1: Yeah, um,
0: so, and again, this is just my own personal
1: experience. I don't want anyone to think that mine is the end all be all, but um, I'm just a huge advocate for writing. Um, I keep a gratitude journal actually, and just oftentimes every page has an entry, but then um, I'll kind of go off on my own after I'm done and just write at the bottom um a sentence or two of, of how I'm feeling kind of mentally and emotionally. and this not only really allows me to kind of release how I'm feeling and get it down on paper um, in a really honest way, but it also allows me to to go back and track how many days I may be feeling off or um, if I can see a pattern of when things are getting better and it just is a really great way to kind of um, check in with myself. another another one, and this is, awesome. I found it really, really helps for me. Um, it's called the Calm app. Um, and it it's a meditation app. And it just really, every morning I get up and it's a part of my routine. Um, but it allows me to really center myself and my breathing. And those sessions just really give me um, that kind of self care time that I think everyone should kind of take for themselves before the craziness of business ownership and, and everything that goes along into that. Um, my boyfriend also introduced me to, it's called the four, seven, eight method. Um, you can Google it. It'll come right up with instructions, but it's basically four deep, slow breaths. And then on the fifth, you inhale um, and you hold your breath really deeply for seven seconds and then you exhale slowly um, for eight. And it might not sound like it does too much, um, but it actually releases all the built up uh, carbon dioxide in your body. A lot of people aren't taking really deep breaths throughout the day, so you get this buildup, and that's a lot, it's a lot of where anxiety can kind of build up inside your body, actually, and doing those exercises um, and those meditations allow you to kind of get that out as crazy as it seems. Um, and then just kind of another really big one, and it's probably the last one I wanted to hear when I was going through um, depression, it's just going outside and just getting um, your body moving. And I'm, I had friends who would suggest that or my boyfriend would suggest that, like, why don't you go outside, just do something. And I didn't want to hear it, but it ultimately was a really great step, a slow step to kind of get things moving in a really good direction. Um, so even if it's just going and sitting outside in the sun for five minutes, um, or walking around your neighborhood or just taking 10 minutes to do like a YouTube yoga session. But, um, those are all just things that you don't think are going to help, but actually end up do, they do help. And Morgan, like you said, like, it's hard to stop your day and focus on yourself because once your day starts, you just get so consumed with serving your, you know, your clients and your business that, know your mental health and and your self-care can just kind of slowly decline and just kind of get pushed off to the side so I think those are all really important things that you can you can do to get um on the right in the right direction going in the right direction Um, and like the last one is and I'm again I'm not a professional I'm not a doctor or a therapist um but you definitely know yourself better than anyone else. You check in with yourself. And if you're being really honest, you'll know if something's off, if you don't feel right, or you used to be really bubbly and outgoing and, you know, social and those things have slowly um, changed. And the best thing to do or that I've found in my case is like I said before with that gratitude journal is just tracking it or keeping a log in your notes um, or on your calendar, on your phone, um, and just tracking it for a little bit. And then if you find that it's just not getting better, that just don't ever be afraid to reach out and, you know, reach out to a professional or a doctor or a therapist. And cause that's ultimately what they're there for. Um, and that's something that really, really helped me, uh, all the things that I mentioned before, like the calm app and the breathing and the physical exercise, and those are all awesome steps to kind of get you started. Um. But I think the last, the last one, the major one for me was just going and talking to someone, and there shouldn't be any shame um, or negative negativity around that. I think that's completely normal, and I think it's a really great neutral way to kind of get out everything that you're feeling or things that you're struggling with. And they're professional; that's what they do. So they are the best to kind of give you a plan of action and work with you and listen to you. So that's just kind of those are a few of. Um, Of things that you can do to keep things in check.
0: I love that a lot. And I'm gonna, um, so I, first of all, I've heard of the Calm app and I've, the only reason I haven't used it is because I'm like, oh, I don't know if being on my phone like makes me actually more calm, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it. So I'm I'm definitely going to try and check that out. But um, I want to go back to your Uh, gratitude journal. I think that's awesome. And I think that um, once you can get to a place of gratitude in your business and in your life, like you can, there's so many things that you can do that you realize like, oh my gosh, this is like actually possible. But I, I want to emphasize that gratitude is not just being thankful for the things that you have and being thankful for things in your life when they're going well. It's also learning how to be grateful for what you have even when things aren't going well and being grateful for the season of your life, even when it's maybe not necessarily the best. Um, and that can really help get you into a, a spirit and a lifestyle of gratitude. And I'm totally preaching to myself because I don't think that I'm there yet. (laughs) Um, and then I 100% agree with your going outside I actually tell a lot of business owners if you don't have a dog get a dog because it forces you to get outside and I know you you mentioned you have a dog but you know they they um dogs like my dog will just like stare at me and like you can tell when she's fancy and she like needs to go outside to pee or whatever and um it can be kind of annoying sometimes to like have a dog pull you away from your work but honestly the times that you know my dog makes me go outside it's like okay, this is what I needed. Like I needed the sun. Like it's good to take a break. And I, I don't know about you, Lauren, but I could work for hours and hours and hours without taking a break. And I don't think that's healthy. And I think that's kind of what, you know, can maybe actually start some of those like bouts of depression because, you know, we're always working and we're always in front of a screen and we're, you know, not really taking time to actually enjoy the little things of life, like going outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And everything you said is, is exactly. Um... On point, and just like you said, like I, I'm exactly the same way. I could spend literally 12 hours in front of my computer, and then I love it. Um, now, like you know, if I do that every day for you know three weeks, they can kind of get crazy. But I love working with my clients. I love serving my clients. But again, if you're behind that screen for 12 hours a day, and, and you're not getting outside, you're not taking your time for yourself. Um, you know, like you mentioned, the gratitude journals are really great personal thing to do as, you know, you're taking time for yourself quietly in your own space where you're comfortable and you're writing things out. And no one has to read that. No one has to see that. It can just be something for you. Um, but then, like you said, outside of, before we got a dog, I was not going outside. That's when my depression was kind of at a peak and it just, I the thought of going outside and taking time away from my business. I was like, there's no way I can't do it. Like, and like you said, I didn't eat lunch. Like there's just so many things going on. You feel like you can't even take a break to go eat something or take a drink of water. Cause you're like in that just go mode. So I think like you said, just getting a dog and um, getting outside you, like you said, they look at you like, uh, it's time to go outside. And you're like, Oh, okay, fine. Um, but once you do, and once you're out there, I always find that I'm like, yes, like that's exactly what I needed. And you almost get more, you get mental clarity, uh, I think when you go outside and then revisit whatever it is you're working on, cause it can just be a lot. Um, but yeah, just having those two things personal and then, um, outdoor in your, in your space is great.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I, <laughs> I love, I, I never was really a dog person before being a business owner and I know we're like going on about this point. We'll, we'll change the subject soon. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, now that I've, I've had a dog, I've had two dogs actually. And, um, you know, also own a business It's I'm such an advocate for it. So if anybody well. is listening to this and you you don't have a dog, just go get a dog. It'll help. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. how do we continue to show up for our business, for our clients and even in our personal life when we're really struggling mentally? So at least
1: for me, it, um, it was very, very difficult to show up. Um, I am like you and I just talked about just being behind your screen and feeling like you need to do everything. And that also kind of leads to holding it all in and not feeling like you have a space to kind of uh, let it out and, and really work on it. You just feel like you have to keep going and, and in go mode and, and be a business owner first. Um, But what slowly helped me um, in the beginning is just giving myself small daily tasks. Even I would physically write them out on post-it notes. Um, And I gave myself three. So three little small things. Um, And you may laugh, but anyone with who's experienced depression or anxiety or other mental um, issues or illnesses, um, those three things could be as small as showering, brushing my teeth, and spending 15 minutes answering emails, um, that I could do. And sometimes, I sometimes I would skip the shower, brush my teeth, and just get you know my work done for my social media clients. And then I could go back to either you know sometimes it was going back to bed or or showering or just taking time for myself because I just at that point I just couldn't handle it full on days. Um, as crazy as that. that, that as that sounds. Um, another thing is just to be learning to be kind to myself and just um, showing myself grace and just sh- uh, sometimes just showing up is all I could do, and that's okay. Even if you just show up and you try and you give it an hour or you give it 15 minutes of really quality work, and then, you know, tomorrow you really get on it or, you know, you refocus, I think that's okay. Um, and I think also pairing that with getting back in touch with my therapist and my doctor was also really key. Um, I think there's nothing wrong with with raising your hand and saying, I need help and leaning on others for that help. Because I think also, you know, as a business owner, it's all on you. So you really get into this mindset of, I need to do it all and I need to do it all by myself. And if I lean on anyone That means I'm weak or I'm not competent or I'm not enough. And that's totally not true at all. And it took me a while. It took me a couple months of being really, really deep in the thick of it um, to really realize that I needed help from someone else and to lean on someone um, for their skills and leverage their expertise. Um, That was really important for me to kind of get back on track.
0: I love that you mentioned that because there is a type of stigma that if we go see a therapist, you know, it's like, okay, what's wrong? Like you must like your life is in crisis or whatever. But, um, I think it's, I think it's amazing to open to, I think it takes a really strong person to be able to admit like, this is wrong. I'm struggling. I need a change in my life. And this is the only way that I can seem to make this happen. Um, and so I, I think I think it's, again, takes a really strong person to do that. And I think it's a good thing because I think a therapist can open up so much and reveal so much in you that maybe you didn't even know existed. Um, but also I wanna go back to your point about like maybe just tackling a few small things. I think things like you know putting on makeup for the day, even though you may not see somebody, like those things really help when you feel better about yourself, like showering or brushing your teeth or whatever it's so easy and people don't realize this, but as an entrepreneur, it's so easy to forget to do those things for yourself. You know, you wake up, you roll out of bed, you go straight to your computer. Oftentimes I know that's what I do and I'm trying to get better at not doing that. I'm trying to get better at waking up, having a morning routine, washing my face, maybe putting a little bit of makeup on. And then by that time, maybe it's already been an hour into my day and I haven't started my work yet, but I feel better about myself and I'm feeling more ready to work. Um, and that things like that just really help, honestly. Yeah, definitely. And
1: you know, with business ownership, no one gives you a manual. No one tells you, you know, this. These are the things you're gonna face. This is X, Y, and Z. What you need to focus on. So it's really trial and error. And I found that, like a year into my business, I was just like, okay, <laughs> I can't wear. I would love to wear yoga pants every day. It's awesome. It's comfortable. <laughs> you t- you can just chill out but i getting dressed in that morning routine and like you said putting on makeup like that's just it might sound superficial but to anyone who struggles or anyone who's in that business owner ownership mindset and and you know you're a team of one and you're just like grinding it out you know that, those are all things that are are really really important to kind of boost your self esteem because it obviously translates into productivity and serving your clients better and, and just being a happier more positive person. And and that's really how your business grows. So yeah, so I'm totally with you.
0: Absolutely. That actually makes me think of, I actually read this um, tip that if you wear shoes while you're working, um, you'll feel more productive because like when you have shoes on, apparently you feel like you have to go somewhere. (laughs) Um, And I still haven't tried that, but that makes me uh, like our conversation is making me think I need to try that and see if that actually works.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's a, that's, I haven't heard that, but that's awesome. That's a really good point.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so a good what one. would you tell a business owner today who's maybe going through the same thing that you went through? So this is something that I've
1: just really been thinking about. Um, because I'm always, you know, I'm always happy to be an open book and share what I'm going through. Um, But when it comes to giving advice to other people, I always am kind of hesitant because it could, their experience or perspective could be completely different. Um, But I have this quote, as uh, as dumb as it may sound, from um, Brene Brown. I'm I'm in love with her. I watch all her videos on YouTube. um, And it just really resonated with me. And I think it could resonate with a lot of other business owners, um, especially with everything we just talked about. Um, But the quote is wholehearted living is about engaging with our lives from a place of worthiness. It means cultivating the courage, compassion, and connection to wake up in the morning and think no matter what gets done and how much is left undone, I am enough. It's going to bed at night thinking, yes, I am imperfect and vulnerable and sometimes afraid, but that doesn't change the truth that I am also brave and worthy of love and belonging. And I think for me, that just really summed up how I feel as a business owner. And if I feel that way, maybe others feel that way too. Um, Just that struggle of in the morning, you know, talking to yourself and thinking of everything that you have to get done, but you have so much left that's undone and and you don't feel like enough. And at night you've just kind of run over everything that you have to do and things that you may have failed at or, or not, you know, lived up to the expectations in your head. And, um, I think that's okay and I I loved what Brene said about being imperfect and vulnerable and and afraid and acknowledging that that fear but you're you're brave and you belong and and all of those things are okay so that's really what I would tell business owners is that you're enough and it's okay to feel how you're feeling it's okay to struggle it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to take time um, for yourself and take a step back because ultimately that's what will push you even further Um, so if you're anything like me and you're, you're not the only one who feels the way you do, um, and you don't have to handle it on your, all on your own and everything like that. So that's my, that's
0: my advice. I love what you said about that. I think that we tend to give ourselves, we put so much pressure on ourselves as business owners to always show up online, always be six. So, um, appear as if we're successful, always be showing that we're working on something and and then, when we don't do that or we don't feel like we're fitting that persona, we feel so much guilt, you know, like we tend or if we're maybe taking a few days off, just like personal days or whatever, like we tend to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm taking too much time off, like I need to get back to my computer. My clients are going to recognize that I'm not working or whatever. And I think it's important to remember that we're worthy. It's okay if we don't finish it all, just like that quote said. And also, our clients aren't like banging on our door, like wondering, like, are you working on this stuff, like all the time, you know? Like, I think our clients also need to know, want to know that we have a life too. We have a, we have our family and a personal life that we want to live, and just like them, even though maybe they're working a normal nine to five, like we. And and that's the hard thing about business owners is like we think because we don't have to report to a boss or whatever, like we have to work. We tend to get into the mentality that we have to work all the time, but that's not why we became business owners. Like we became business owners so that we could have freedom in our lives. And, um, and it's really hard. And it's so easy to get into that point of like depression and, you know, feeling guilty and stuff when we, when we feel like we have to work all the time we put all this pressure on ourselves and so um i don't know maybe that's not really like going anywhere but <laughs> but i love i no, love no i
1: hear you i yeah i totally feel exactly the same way cuz you're right it just you know your clients probably have a 9 to 5 job they probably work monday through friday and business ownership is being willing to work 90 hours for yourself so you don't have to work 40 for someone else. And that's something I, I really, it resonated with me because I am willing to work those hours, but it's also all, it's also about balance and finding that, that balance. So maybe you work, you know, a half a day on, you know, Saturday so that you can take the next Monday off or, or, or however, however, that may you know fit into your schedule, but I just think it's so important, like you said,
0: mhm, yeah, absolutely, well, Lauren, thank you so much for this conversation. I think it's an important one that really needs to be had, and I love how open you're willing to be about the struggles that you've faced. um I know my friend uh ashley we she was on the podcast as well, and she she gave me a quote and she said you just have to allow others the gift of going second and by that by what she meant by saying that was that you if by sharing your story you're allowing other people to know like hey oh my gosh i'm not alone you're giving them the gift of going second and sharing you know okay now that you've shared this i can share this as well and i can be open about this as well and i think so many more people are struggling with this than we would even want to imagine. And so I think a lot of people are going to listen to this and really be able to resonate with your story and what you've shared. And so I'm really thankful that you're so willing to be open about the struggles that you, you've had and the things that you've done to get over them as well. Yeah, well, thanks, Morgan. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And
1: I love that quote. That's um, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. I think it's just best to take the leap and just open up and embrace the vulnerability and and hopefully it'll resonate with others and and you know help them say that it's it's okay so
0: absolutely what's something that you're currently working on that you're super excited about so i'm
1: really excited about this kind of next season coming up for Ray design um I have a bunch of little things going on, but the one major one is that I am working to build an online course for small business owners. Um, I'll be teaching them how to discover and develop their true brand identity, and then they can use that information um, to tell their story and engage their target audience in a really cohesive way. So that everything from their logo, branding, um, website, social media strategies, all work and drive them closer um, to their goals. Because I find right now that the small business owners that I do work with, um, or that I do design for, I'll um, design their logo or design their website or give them, you know, some, some consulting. Um, But then they go, that's great. I really appreciate that. But now what? what do i do with everything that you've given me or everything that we've kind of discovered together because i give them a ton of homework and we really dive deep into their needs and their goals and and you know we develop this whole package and then they don't really know what to do with it and then it doesn't serve them as much as it could or should so this online course is for small business owners to kind of lead them through every step and then I'll, put strategies in place and actions into place that'll really drive, um, what we created and so that they can get closer to their original goals. So that's something I'm really excited about.
0: That is awesome. When, when do you think
1: that'll be finished? Um, so I hope to, in the next couple months, I would hope by fall that it's ready. So that's my goal.
0: That's awesome. Good for you. Well, I'm excited to follow up with you and see how that goes. That's so exciting. Where um, yeah, can everybody find you and keep up with what you're doing? Yeah. So um, my
1: website is lraydesign.com and that's L-R-A-E design. Um, and then on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, those handles are all the same. Um, it's at Lray Design. And then if anyone has questions or is possibly interested in working together, um, they can email me at lauren at lraydesign.com.
0: Awesome. Lauren, thank you so much for coming on today. This is a great conversation. And I know that you, what you have to share is going to help so many people. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Morgan. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. For more information or to learn a little bit more about me and my brand, you can follow me on Instagram at Lady Ilg. That's L-A-D-Y-I-L-G. Or visit LadyIlgPhotography.com. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer for you on a future episode, simply email me at Morgan at LadyIlgPhotography.com with your question, and I'd love to answer it for you. Your questions are encouraged and welcome. I look forward to showing up on another episode soon.